Hello everyone, welcome to Ubi Est Mia. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is a little bit different. This episode is a live set from Dan Ronan on my other talk show, You, Me, Them, Everybody, from The Hungry Brain in April of 2011. We're releasing this this week because Dan sadly passed away two years ago this week. He was a very funny man. He lived in Chicago, he lived in Los Angeles, and I'm really grateful that he was able to do the show when he did the show. Dan's actually come up in multiple episodes that we had. He came up in the first episode with C.J. Toledano. He came up in the Joe McAdam episode. And he came up a lot in the Tommy McNamara episode. And if you're friends with any of those people on Facebook, if you're friends in the Chicago comedy community or whatever, you'll have seen a lot of uh, videos of Dan performing. So watch those. They're very good. There's a list of them in the podcast description of this episode. But this was Dan on my other talk show five years ago now uh, from April... 2011 at the Hungry Brain. Here is Dan Ronan. Comedy from Dan Ronan. Dan's a great comic, and I really enjoy him. And then coming to the stage, one of the youngest, one of the brightest, and definitely one of the prettiest. Please put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Ronan, everybody. Dan Ronan. Thank you, everybody. How's it going? Make some noise. Going. My name is uh, Dan Ronan. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about what's going on in my life right now. I, uh, I just read this book about pickup artists, and I found out pickup artists have a strategy called negging, where you make fun of someone so they'll sleep with you. That's creepy, because I think that means every guy in my fourth grade gym class was trying to bang me. <laughs> Being a kid was rough. I don't know if you guys have had this conversation with your friends, but I was a con- having a conversation with one of my buddies the other day. We were talking about what it would be like to meet yourself when you were four years old. My friend was like, yeah, Dan, I don't know if I'd want to. I think my four-year-old self would be really disappointed in me for not following my childhood dreams. Isn't that sad? I was like, yeah, I think my four-year-old self would be really disappointed in me for not following my childhood dreams too. But that's not sad because when I was four years old, my dream was to drive a garbage truck and be married to my mom. Pretty glad that didn't come true. Be awkward at Christmas. I had a hard time being a kid. The only class I ever got a good grade in in my entire life was my high school creative writing class because my teacher, Mr. Nimitz, gave me this great tip. He said, Dan, if you want to get a good grade in my class, always write what you know. Write what you know. So on my final exam, I wrote, I know Mr. Nimitz is having an affair. I got an A+. And 50 bucks, so. And then I hit puberty a week ago. That was messy. Recommended. I was thinking about it. it was something that happened right after I hit puberty, the first time I ever pleased myself. I remember you guys probably all have this memory. It was a new feeling for me. It was really exciting. I never felt anything like it before. And I remember thinking to myself as I was doing it, like, oh, my God, this feels so good. I want to do this forever. Little did I know, somewhere in the corner of the universe, the cruel voice of fate was saying, don't worry, you are going to do this forever. It's rough, man. I have my first girlfriend now, though, my first whatever. (laughs) Very excited. It sucks, man. (laughs) The other day, she was on Facebook, and she was scrolling through Facebook profiles, and she came across this guy that we both know who, I hate him, he's a piece of shit, he wears tiny hats, his favorite movie is Jurassic Park, I don't like him at all. So I thought I'd play a fun little relationship game with her. I was like, hey baby, how much would I have to pay you to sleep with that guy? 
thinking that she was going to be like, oh my God, shut up. Like, no amount of money. It would have to be like $40 trillion. And I'd kill myself right afterwards and donate the money to Greenpeace. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> what she said was, uh, $5,000. That's not enough money. <laughs> she could have said any amount of money in the world. She sold it for the price of half of a Segway. That's ridiculous. <laughs> And it made me feel really self-conscious in the back of my head. I was like, does she really like me? Or is somewhere across town her last boyfriend writing her a check for $5,000? It's like, fuck, I didn't really think she did it. Guy's a real zero. I don't know. I'm not built for relationships, I've discovered. I'm a very jealous, paranoid person. This morning, I texted my girlfriend, and she didn't text me right back, so immediately I was like, oh, she's cheating on me. That's the only possible explanation. The reason she doesn't have hands-free to text is because she's using both hands to jerk two dicks off at the same time (laughs) onto the face that I kiss. And then another part of my brain was like, Dan, calm down. She probably just got in a car crash. It's fine. Probably just dead. <laughs> I don't know. I like going to movies with my girlfriend. This past weekend, I had to go to a movie by myself because my girlfriend and I, we really couldn't agree on what to do. Like, I really wanted to go see The Fighter, and she really wanted to break up with me. So, was like, yeah. so I went to this movie by myself, but it was 10 p.m. on a Sunday in the suburbs, so I was alone in the whole theater. There was no one else there. It was really sad. Like, this Fandango commercial came on, and it was these two puppets being like, we like puppets. And I was like, oh, great, you have a fucking brown paper bag can find someone to go to a movie with it. The most awkward part of the entire night, though, and the reason that I'm telling you this story is because five minutes into the movie, I really had to go to the bathroom. Right before I was about to get up and go to the bathroom, this couple walked into the theater, the only other two people in the theater, and it was a black couple. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't get up and go to the bathroom now because I will look like the most racist person ever. (laughs) If I'm sitting in a giant movie theater, totally alone, two black people walking, I stand up like, nope, not today! Storm out of the theater. (laughs) I didn't know what to do, though. I really had to go to the bathroom, so I just ran out, and as I passed them, I yelled, I'm not racist! (laughs) Fucking confusing for them. I also like to watch movies on Netflix. Round of applause, anybody here have Netflix? Does Netflix bullshit? I'm really spoiled with the Netflix streaming, though, I've noticed, where you can watch movies instantly. And I noticed how spoiled I was this past week. My Netflix streaming went out. And my first thought was, oh, Netflix streaming went out? This is what it must be like to live in a third world country. (laughs) And I realized, no, Dan, they have bigger problems in third world countries, like no food. But I wish, though, Netflix was their biggest problem, because then you would see awesome commercials it's like a little African kid with flies buzzing and sad music is playing. And then this British lady comes on a voiceover and she's like, Did you know that for just 25 cents a day, Little Tukambe could watch season one of Dexter? <laughs> I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm doing that. That's a great show, absolutely. Here's a quarter. I, know, I, li- I like watching porn, too. Uh, I'm openly a porn watcher. I came out to my family and everything. I am. I disagree with what people say about people in porn, though. They say that they're bad actors, that they can't act, which I disagree with. I think the people in porn are maybe the best actors, especially the women, because they do horrible shit that there's no way anybody could like, and they pretend to fucking love it. All I'm saying is that if you, as a woman, can drink a beer bong full of semen, and then afterwards go, mmm, yum, best supporting actress right there. And I say supporting because, let's face it, the semen is the real star. 
I saw this one video the other day on Pornhub. It was called uh, Horny Slut Cheats on Her Boyfriend, which I was like, okay, I don't need the backstory, but fine. They're going to be having sex. I'll watch it. That's cool. I could do that. But then she kept coming back to the boyfriend thing, the whole video. Like, she was getting it from behind. She was like, oh, my God. Can you imagine if my boyfriend walked in on us? I was like, no, I don't want to. I'm jerking off. Why would I want to do that? (laughs) And then later on, she was blowing the guy, which I am for. I think that's great. Then she took the dick out of her mouth, which I'm against. I don't like that at all. (laughs) She was like... She was like, oh, my God, my boyfriend would be so mad if I go serious. My boyfriend would be like, he was so mad. <laughs> you know, these ladies in porn. And I was like, do the people that made this video think that I'm only watching it because I hate this girl's boyfriend? <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, I hope he loses his job, too. Oh, his parents are about to tell him he's adopted. Here I come. (laughs) Ridiculous. The saddest part of any porn website is uh, the hand job section on a porn website. Like, I don't know what the internet equivalent of cobwebs are, but it has that all over it somehow. There's like one video. Because hand jobs, uh, round of applause, who here has ever given or received a hand job in this room? Anyone who has gotten a handjob, I'm sorry. Anyone who's given a handjob, just stop it. Don't do it anymore. The first time I got a handjob, it wasn't even pleasurable. It was just a girl, like, yanking on my dick like she was mad at it. Like, I hesitate to even call it a handjob. It wasn't a hand doing a job. It was like a hand that got sent to do community service by its parole officer. It was fucking pissed. She wasn't into it at all. The only reason she did it is because her last boyfriend wrote her a check for $5,000. You guys have been awesome. Thank you very much. Sit down, sit down, sit down. We weren't supposed to do an interview with Dan because we had two guests and we're running long, but you're actually funny. Uh, why? <laughs> that's brutal. That's true. Oh, okay. How old are you? I am 21 years young. Fucking shit. It smells like fire up here, by the way. Yeah, oh. Let's end the interview, everybody. Dan Ronan, everybody. <laughs> Dan Ronan, that's not a joke. Could clap okay. for Dan Ronan, everybody. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Play some music. Really? It smells like fire. Give me like 10 minutes.